0: Well, good morning. Good morning. This might kind of sound kind of odd to you, but humor me, please, if you would. How many of you got up on Sunday morning and said, I'm going to church today? Okay. Thought it would be pretty much everybody. But I'd like, the way you th- I'd like to change the way we think. When we think of going to church... We're really not thinking accurately because each and every one of you is the church. We are the community. We are the essential component of this church. This church, this community is lacking when someone is not here. We are unique. I would equate it to a jigsaw puzzle. Each and every one of us has our place. Each and every one of us, when we're missing, as I used to do when I was a kid, put one piece in my pocket until everybody was done. (laughs) Each and every one of us has a place, and when we're missing, it's woefully obvious. Because we all have God-given gifts, and each of the gifts was selected by God specifically For each and every one of us. And what we provide here is extremely important. Whether you're young or old, male or female, working or retired, you are a critical piece of this community. I was at a retirement party a week ago yesterday and the gentleman who was retiring had quite a career. And they talked about retirement, and they used this analogy. A man had driven his car until the tires were bald, and he, did, he had to decide if he was going to junk the car or buy new tires. The man chose to put new tires on the car. In other words, he retired his car. You got it, good. (laughs) Okay. And in doing so, he did not expect to park it in the garage and let it rust. Instead, he continued to drive the car. The car was retired, but not cast aside. Some of us are retired. That does not mean that God is done with us yet. Rather, God has plans for us, and we have no idea where God might take us. Retired, yes. Useless or cast off, no. God continues to use us in many ways, and we give back as we can. And in giving back, we are enriched. Most often when we talk about tithing, we're talking about money. And I think that's because doing the math is so easy. The mm-hmm. Bible tells us 10%. The math is easy. You earn $100, you give 10 Not so hard. But remember, you and I are the church. 10%. To do the work of God in the world, loving one another as the work of God, isn't so much. Especially when we're giving it to ourselves. When we talk tithing, many of us feel like an obligation, a tax imposed upon us. But isn't the purpose of this tithing to spread God's love into the world. And where there is love, there can never be obligation or burden, there's just love. Works are done because our works are one way we can put God's love into the world. Some of us believe that there is no salvation without works. I'm here to tell you there is no salvation without God's grace. Our works are gestures of love. Our works are gestures of gratitude. Our gratitude for what God has given us, better explanation of tithing in the Bible than 10%. Let us move on from the idea of tithing being just money. To the understanding that God has given gifts and skills and talents, these things like wisdom, compassion, music, technology, your spouse, your children, your friends, our time. And so much more, those are gifts from God. And when we are called to use our given gifts, it is for the benefit of the world and for others. But you know what? If you ask any Stephen minister, we all gain by giving giving and using our gifts. Because by using our gifts, we are called to grow, to learn, to serve, and to become complete. Or whole and to be more holy like Jesus. How much of our gifts would represent a tithe? Well if we use the 10% it would be 2.4 hours in a 24-hour day. That's 16.8 hours a week. By the way if anyone wants to calculate this I've done it twice so I'm sure of the numbers. (laughs) 16.8 16.8 hours in a week, not even one day out of seven. But if we can't do that, what would it look like if we used a 40 hour work week? That's a whole lot better. We've just cut a whole bunch of time out of that work week. 40 hour work week is based on determining a tithe, it's 0.4 hours. I'm sorry, it's four hours a week. Four times 52 is 208 hours per year for each of us. Now some of you are going to say, whoa, that means I can really cut back. (laughs) But you're just giving more than a tithe, okay? You have greater love and greater gratitude than most. Now if we use two points 208 hours per year for each of us, this congregation is approximately 550 people. That would result in 114,004 hours per year if we gave a 10% tithe of our time and talent based upon a 40 hour work week. What does that mean? That is the equivalent of 55 full-time employees working here. That's approximately five times the staff that we have right now. If I said to you I'm going to give you 114,400 hours this year, what would you do with it? It's almost hard to believe that there's so much with so little being invested so much is being spent but some of us don't think we have gifts or talents or with the people I work with in the hospital they don't really think they have anything to offer when you think this way you are wrong I have a little story, and here comes the part about the plant. You may have heard it. It was very popular, I don't know, maybe five, ten years ago. There's a lady who's a shut-in, and she's visited occasionally by her pastor. And she's feeling very alone, like she doesn't have any connection to the world. And while the pastor's sitting in her living room listening to her He looks around the room and the room is filled with beautiful African violets and he asks her about them and she said, oh well I, I take little clippings off and I start new ones and I can, I just seem to be able to grow African violets. And so he gets an idea, he talks to her and he says, what if I could have some of those violets to take to the hospital? What if you could grow some for me to give to new moms? Or what if I could grow these violets so that, or I could take these violets and give them to people who were shut in like yourself? And she thinks this is a great idea, so she starts doing clippings and growing more African violets. And the church, the ministers, the deacons, the elders, when they make calls on people, they take them an African violet. Well, this gets to be quite an interesting ministry of the church, and she becomes known as the Violet Lady. Well, after time, as with all of us, she passes away. And this isolated woman's funeral is being held at the church. And the church is packed. People from wall to wall, and each and every one of them brought a little African violet with them. And the church is just a splendor with violets. Here this lady who thought she had no gifts, she thought she had no talents, was able to bring joy into so many lives that she was honored at the time of her death. For just a little thing. So if you think you have no gifts, we all have gifts. Largest among which is God's love. And you know the thing I've noticed that when I give God's love away, God's just standing there pouring more love into me so I can give more away. I never run out of it. It fills me up. Using our gifts is an act of joy. Using our gifts is an act of love. Burdens and obligations don't exist when we are giving God's love to the world. That's why I brought the flower up, by the way. It's not an African violet. I I do know that, so you don't need to tell me. But it is a beautiful flower nonetheless. And the gift of giving, the smile on that young face when she handed me the flowers, was amazing. And the gift of giving is something that we cannot deprive ourselves of. Because when we do, the only person who's being hurt... As you and I. Amen. Amen.